0: Ladies, gentlemen, and podcast fans around the world, welcome back to the second anniversary of Better Than Most Things with your hosts, Sean and Max.
1: Hey, thank you very much, producer, Mr. E. Anniversary? Thank you. Yeah, happy anniversary, guys. Uh, Happy anniversary.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Happy, yeah. Is that what the presents are for? Yeah. You didn't read the card? Who doesn't read the card? No, I sent you. Yeah, I got. I sent you guys something in the mail. Hold. Oh my gosh.
1: Um, what are you, hold, a five year old? No, I, it's in the way. It sent you something.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah. So this is the second anniversary of our of the release of our first episode two years ago on Pi Day, March fourteenth. Why do you say it that way? You said that the before the show
2: too. He goes, you know, on Pi Day. He didn't <laughs> say it horrible then either. <laughs>
1: I do not say pie day. Weird. It's all in your head, bud.
2: I did notice. You're just like, oh, you know, we did it on pie day. Remember? You were like, you know, we did it on
1: pie day. Pie day. Because it's a pony. Ah. So stay tuned toward the end of the episode, because like last <laughs> time, we have put together a blooper reel. And then uh, that'll air after Mr. E's game. So stay tuned.
2: So I know how you're so excited for the Batman coming out.
1: I am not, but yes. Okay.
2: You're, no, you're very excited. You've, you're very hyped up, audience. But um, so it actually recently got released, as we all know. I hope you know. It recently got released, and it's getting good reviews. Although I'm trying to avoid it because I just want to watch it mm-hmm. fresh. Um, and I know you spoiled it, but anyway. Um, so at uh, in Austin the other day, about uh, yesterday on the 9th, a live bat was released in the screening of Batman as a prank. This theater once everyone "I to know this was a prank." I... So there's a live bat floating around.
1: I heard this the other day. I heard about this the other day. I don't know anything about it, but someone was likening it to, um, I think someone released spiders in arachnophobia back in the day. Really? Or was it cockroaches and Mimic? Or it was something. It was like, yeah. Oh, so, mimic,
2: that's been a minute, bro. Mimic's a good movie, but anyway. Mimic
1: is fun. Guillermo to Toro, <laughs> I have bro. not
2: thought about it one. Can't fail. Really? Oh, wow. I didn't realize that either. Awesome. Back to Batman, though. Uh, so yeah so someone released this live bat into the theater and uh the director of marketing and communications for the Sinopolis, the place where the, this happened one is confirming that the bats president was a result the bats presence was a result of a prank so this wasn't like some planned thing that's what they say i think it was but um unfortunately a guest tried to pull a prank at one of our locations local animal controls was immediately contacted and they oversaw the situation to ensure guest and associate and animal safety and uh, there was even a video of it, and I would have showed you guys, but it's not that good. It's just you basically see a little bat <laughs> floating around on top. Yeah. It's really hard to see, but it, I did watch it, so it is proof that it did happen. And so, uh, one of the other videos... Oh, yeah?
1: This is this is kind of like a supervillain's way of proving no one is Batman. Because doesn't Batman just, like, stand up to the bats, and like they circle him and shit, and he's one of them now? Whereas, like, everybody in the theater, I'm sure, just got the fuck out of there because they don't want rabies. <laughs> That's hilarious. You said
2: you mentioned rabies. I didn't know about this whole bat rabies connection. Did you know that? Know about that?
1: I always figure any and every wild animal I encounter has rabies. So I'm like, ah, that's you know, true. Fuck it.
2: Actually, I do assume that. So that's true. Well, actually, no, this goes into that. Um, yeah. Uh, these babies, bats have uh, tiny teeth. So someone might not even know they were bitten. And we want people to understand that rabies is no joke. So if, that kind of freaked me out, too. Like, can you imagine if a bat if a bat got on me? Like, oh, I'd flip out, honestly. How would you not know you're bitten, bro? Like, come on. But The teeth are that tiny.
1: I could see it if you're just, like, panicking your way down some stairs and out the door and with crowds and being pushed and bumped and maneuvering. Like, I could see, I don't know. You might miss it. Because, I mean, I, I go airsofting every once in a while, and people don't call their hits because they just don't feel it as they're running through the brush. But at the same time, like, that's a BB coming at you with some force. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I could see it.
2: You can see it. Sounds like bullshit to me. One of the other <laughs> videos uh, showed uh, an employee saying, "I'm going to turn off all the lights and try to get it to go into this lighted area. If you're uncomfortable being in the dark with a bat, please remove yourself now." So the people who are going to see Batman in the movie in the dark, if you're if you don't want to see a bat in the dark, please remove yourself now. So I think the whole it's just, just kind of cracking me up that oh my god a bat, but they're there to see like the Batman in the dark. Blah. And uh, Batman was not uh, refused to comment on the whole story, so I don't know what he thinks <laughs> at all. But I thought that was just kind of nuts. And I think the rabies thing—it was—it was funny to me at first, and then it's like, oh Jesus, who's who's weird enough to capture the bat and actually do this? It's funny on the outside. But who's actually the weird? Like, I got the funniest idea. I'm gonna smuggle it. I'm gonna put it in my jacket. It's gonna be, it's gonna be so great. Like, oh, it's, it's never as cool as you think it's gonna
3: be.
1: <laughs> yeah, but you know what? Like, if that's the worst thing that happens, awesome. Do you remember what happened at The Dark Knight Rises? Some gunman uh, came in and shot up a theater? Like I do remember that this person yes. released a bat. Like, we should be, I don't know about celebrating it, but like let's hold it and <laughs> let's hold it on a little bit of a pedestal as far as a funny joke goes.
2: It's probably uh, you know, the beginnings of a serial something. He's gonna be like, <laughs> oh man, he he got he's he's gonna read this right now, hear the podcast, like, oh man, I'm gonna start releasing
1: bats everywhere. I think it's going to be like a uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show later on. Everybody's going to bring their bats to screenings of Batman. and... Oh, Jesus Christ. You're all <laughs> Release the bats. You're going to throw, I don't know, rain, whatever they have in that movie, and penguins and shit. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, bring all the animals. Yeah, you bring a cat, a penguin, a bat, uh, scarred scarred people,
1: <laughs> mob bosses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Mob
2: bosses. Bring them all.
1: Yep. Well, speaking of uh, wild animals, I have a story here out of Georgia, and you know what? You've probably seen this all over the place too. It's a story about spiders and how they will eventually take over the East Coast.
2: I did briefly see like the title. I didn't actually read all the specifics, but I saw the yeah. It was like some yellow looking spider, and like be on oh. the lookout for this. We're all screwed. And that's I was like, okay, great. And that's it's all I read.
1: Gnarly looking. It's nightmare fuel for sure. Yeah. So the spider it looks poisonous. Oh, it really does. So um and I saw this in several of my usual corners of the internet I look for uh-huh. and and uh, I was like, okay, well, you know, hey, it's good enough for all of them. I got to try it out. Yeah. And it's fun. So here's the deal. Um the spider in question, for those of you who want to look it up right now, it's called the Japanese Joro spider. J O R O so the Japanese Joro spider. And um, it is like this spindly looking thing with black legs, and a big yellow butt. And it just, it just, yeah, it doesn't scream. It safe. looks
2: poisonous. It looks like, <laughs> get away from me, man. Like I'm used to just even the black widows being scary enough. And even though we've learned that they're, you, you practically have to like tear their legs off for them to bite you. Mm-hmm. These things look twice as scary from, because just, just, just from a distance, like, oh!
1: What is that? Big time. And so uh, they are a non-native species, obviously. Um, So they somehow, you know, probably human intervention, um, made their way over to Georgia and they have since proliferated and uh, are spreading all over Georgia. So some scientists at the University of Georgia made a computer model that predicted the spread of this spider. And their model predicts that the spider will end up spreading across and north uh, to the east coast, just just taking over the east coast. Oh my god!
2: How do we stop this fire? I mean,
1: it's not kill gonna... all
2: spiders we see.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Burn them all. Uh, Burn no. them all. And when I say take over, it's not. It's obviously not a Planet of the Apes situation. It's just simply going to uh, exist everywhere on the east coast.
2: What do they do that's so good? That's that's making them kick ass. Like, do they eat something that no one else does or they could leap taller or they're stronger than the other spiders or what's the deal?
1: I mean, you hit the head. You hit the nail on the head right there in that um, they do have a couple advantages that is allowing okay. them to spread. Um, one of them was there's no natural predator.
2: But because they look so fucking weird, they look poisonous. I wouldn't they want look to touch poisonous
1: them. and they're sizable. I think they were yeah. a couple inches, maybe three inches across or something or I don't know, but yeah, they're definitely not small. Um, so they have, uh, they have the advantage of no natural predators. They are not a drain on the ecosystem or the food web of the areas they inhabit for whatever reason. So they're not necessarily like Pablo Escobar hippos where they're fucking up the natural Uh environment. They're just kind of coexisting. There's there. Yeah. Um, Let's see. They uh, oh, one of their other abilities is they can survive cold weather. Christ. Yeah. So that's going to allow them
2: spread. That's my biggest thing. Like when it's cold, I'm always like, "There's no spiders around." Usually, when it's all hot and shit, when it's dark, I sit there and walk with a scissor in front of my head, make sure no spiders are there. But when it's cold, I don't do that.
1: Were you there when uh, our our buddy Grundle? Ran into the spider web.
2: We were Uh Maestro almost ran into a spider spider web. And then yeah, Grundle did, huh? Yeah. Grundle flipped out and hit himself.
1: Well, no, Grundle was carrying like boxes in his hand. So he had two hands on this box and I was watching, walking next to him and we're walking around the side of his house. It's dark, like a big bushy overhang. So it's, it's spider country and he's walking in front of me and he stops and he's like, ah, and I come around and I look at him and dangling from his nose slowly crawling up to his face is a spider. Well,
2: Oh my God. Just kill yourself right now.
1: Well, his hands, have to. his hands were holding the box. He couldn't do anything. So I, I, I had to step in and I smacked him in the face. <laughs> just up, I just straight up whacked that spider right off his face. You said it was below
2: his face. Why did you? Oh, no, sli- because
1: slide? as he was freaking out, the spider was freaking out and and climbing the the thing faster. Oh, so it's oh dangling God. left and right in front of him. And oh, my God, it was it was a moment. A I, just, <laughs> I had to react.
2: I'd slap, I'd slap the shit out of you if that was <laughs> happening to you.
1: And I would appreciate it. Just multiple. Just you'd have to tell me to stop. Um. Oh, Horrible. OK. So back to the uh, Japanese Joro spider. These things are also able to spin a web that will allow them to ride air currents. So they're called mm. Parachuting Spiders.
2: This is really bad. <laughs> oh my god. I kinda read the titles like ah, I would never get used to it. But like now I'm like, I'm not digging that. because <laughs> East Coast. West Coast is next! That's where we're from. Like I don't you know, like their problems will eventually be our problems. Some dude over there is gonna like put one in his backpack and them over here
1: well i haven't seen any computer models but the big west coast thing is they're saying tarantulas are moving up from uh mexico
2: what the hell what <laughs> i will literally flip the fuck out if i feel like i don't like when i see like a, a quarter-sized one like if i see a course like I'm, daddy long legs yeah. do not set off the spider thing they're fine i'll even let them live and shit but like all the other ones especially yeah. if they're you gotta go. Yeah, you really do. <laughs> you In the house, go. outside the house, I'm mad, but I'm like, fine. You live there, but dude, if I found a tarantula, bro, if I found anything of, like two quarters big, I had to move. I don't know. All right, my whole world, I'm already just thinking about it now. My whole world's shattered. Like I, I can't let that. Like oh my god.
1: Let me let me try to change your mind with this next part here. Um, since the Joro spider will be easily identified, just like your Daddy Long Legs. Keep that in mind, because these guys have tiny fangs that probably can't pierce human skin, and if they do, for some reason, pierce human skin, the bite is more mild than a wasp sting.
2: Can we just decide all together no not one gives a worst. shit about spiders biting us? We don't fucking care. We don't want them on us. They have cooties.
3: <laughs> like,
2: what are you fucking? No one gives a shit about biting them. Like, you think I'm like a tarantula? sealer like, oh, it's gonna bite me. Like, I don't want it on me. It's gonna like my hands all spidery. Like, uh, like I can't. <laughs> I don't give a shit about the biting. Like, they can't touch me.
1: Really, that's the whole thing. I'm not about the biting. No, Mister E, are you about, about biting. the biting, or is it because it should itchy? never get to that point?
0: Uh, I I can see his point, but to me, like the thought of something physically biting me is what makes me cringe.
2: I just don't want it on me like it's or experienced yeah. around me, <laughs> but they on so... you, He's <laughs> like so low on the list. Like it being there is already like the bad part.
1: Yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, I think it's kind of fun because now, you know, maybe in 10 years when you go to the East Coast, you'll have the Joro spider. Migration or some shit. Like, they'll be out.
2: You're going to see videos of dudes talking like at a podium and some Jura spider floats <laughs> yeah. in on the wind in his face. <laughs> and,
1: slap me! Slap me! <laughs> Stop moving! Just Tell you what, it's out. better than a camel spider. All right? Are we all in agreement that we don't want any camel spiders over uh, here? Oh,
2: I've seen that shit too.
1: That is fucking yeah, disgusting.
2: Man. Fuck that garbage. I like that the parrots came in though. Like, I don't know why they're an invasive species, but I find them fun. I hear the
1: balls say "Go fuck yourself" at the trees and shit all the time. <laughs> well, what's so interesting I, I about like the spiders them. is they never really called them an invasive species, because sure they're they're uh, gaining in number, but they're not necessarily a drain on the ecosystem. They're not changing the ecosystem, at least that these guys. Could I like protect. how now it's an
2: invasive species because it's new to us. But this happened like two hundred years ago. Like some guy out a driftwood just had a spider in his head. And it happened here, and we just would—we've been living in the 200 years, be like, "Oh no, it's totally. This is how it should be." But so, like, is it invasive or just—is this, is this Darwinism happening right in front of our eyes? Right.
1: Yes and no. Yeah, it's about yeah whether or not you want to maintain the homeostasis of the environment, or do you? I, want to upset I maintain the, the homies order. <laughs> exactly. You're saying I don't maintain the homies, bro.
2: What the fuck Whoa, are you dog.
1: talking about? Whoa, dog. I didn't say nothing like that. What are you drinking over there?
2: I'm drinking out of this espresso glass uh, some cheap whiskey.
1: Cheap whiskey? I got cheap, cheap whiskey club. Cheap rum. Woo. Hey. hey.
2: <laughs> um, so good thing you had a swig of that because I want to talk to you about your near-death experience, Sean.
1: Mine? Which one? All of them. Okay. Hit me.
2: All right. So I know with, during your near-death experiences, you mentioned that you saw your like your life flash before your eyes
1: um i did and uh it was disappointing so i started a podcast and mm-hmm. i'm afraid it's still gonna be disappointing
2: yeah yeah i'm we're doing our best but yeah I, <laughs> we're not living up to that dream buddy i'm sorry okay and scene so this is this story is about near-death experiences and you've had you've heard the idea right that supposedly when you think you're about to die you have like a a recollection of your entire life, supposedly for sure. Some people have mentioned a sense of standing outside their body. Some people just mentioned bright lights or a feeling of tranquility and the memory stuff. All And what blah. does
1: that mean for somebody that's like who uh, guillotine, you know, are are you technically dying then? Or is that flash happen like right before a second before you go blank? Like, you know, I'm, that's I think that that what
2: happens there is like an inception thing. Like as the blade starts going into your neck, it's like, ha
0: ha
1: ha, ha
2: and like with, <laughs> A dream within a dream, and you're like experiencing it, and then a half hour later, like reflects back to the blade going halfway through the neck. Like, are they real? Is the neck really still being cut off right now? Holy shit! Like,
1: We've lived. Spoilers a life. for oh my inter- God.
2: Spoilers for uh, in- Inception. But I remember, like every time they <laughs> would go back to the like them crashing. I'm always like, there's just crashing still, bro. This whole movie, they're crashing. Anyway.
1: Oh man, I don't even remember um, that.
2: <laughs> that's don't, literally the whole movie. They're ha- they're in a ca- is a car accident. They're having a car accident. Oh. Huh. Yeah. yeah, and then, but since they're going with dreams within a dream within a dream, you know, it takes like 10 hours to, you know, make one point, basically, like <laughs> all his films. But, yeah, they'd flash back to, like, him, them still falling off the bridge or whatever. Anywho, anyway. So, anyway, back to the near-death experiences. So, like I said, there's plenty of anecdotal reasons why these near-death experiences, but there's no data pertaining to this. Until now. bum. <laughs> Um, so under tragic circumstances, scientists have collected the first continuous data on the neural dynamics of the brain during death.
1: Uh, okay. What the hell is that mean? Hooked,
2: Wait, what? They put the call, they put the colander on his head and just strangled him like <laughs> live in front of everyone. Like,
1: ah! I mean, yeah. It seems like a simple procedure to perform, but is it more complicated than what I'm thinking? Like, why not, why not just it like, is. Oh, this person's dying of cancer and we're pretty sure it's going to happen within the next few days. Hook up some electrodes to him?
2: The answer the answer is yes and no on some level. Like I agree with you on some of I'm like, why is it this hard? Why are they saying it's so unprecedented? But we'll talk about it more and see okay. why. But I, I still kind of agree with you on some level. Like I feel like we could have planned this better. Like people, if you really <laughs> wanted this information. But maybe we're getting to like, oh you know, patients' rights and you know morals and shit. Who knows? Um so anyway, so what happened here in the scenario is it was an eighty seven year old patient developed seizures after receiving surgery due to a fall. And the doctors use electrocephalography or EEG to monitor his condition. Unfortunately, the patient deteriorated and passed away while these recordings were taking place. So he he was hooked up to EEGs while these recordings were taking place. And I want to skip ahead a little bit to the article too because yes, your question right I know what your question is already about that. um, So basically in the past there were simplified EEG recordings that have been captured from patients being withdrawn from life support before. So, I guess on they're gonna withdraw the life support they've done it, but i your scenario already made so much sense, like come on, we can kinda of guess this person's gonna die with a is it like a, I I don't know like maybe maybe that's bad making someone wear like all this equipment for days on end or something
1: what about well um I don't know what if what if some company reached out to some uh uh death penalty uh a person on that. toll I had Bro, the same thought too. And then pay them or uh, their next of kin or whatnot to wear this electrodes and, you know, all these gizmos. I guess
2: there's some morality here that we're not seeing and care yeah. about. But like, I, 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 totally, I totally agree with you. <laughs> yeah. like, I, I totally agree. Like, I'm kind of shocked that they're this like, excited. Like, almost like, oh, for the first, like,
1: really? You've had no opportunities?
2: Okay, so um, w- this person. So yeah, so he was hooked up to it and uh, he had a, a dude I resuscitate order already and uh the fan they had the family's consent too so the expected allowed this allowed them to record the electrical activity of the dying human brain in at an unprecedented level of detail that's the whole thing is like the full placement of recording equipment in this case made for unprecedented level of detail huh which i still agree with you as Some level like really like it took this long to coordinate someone dying but again you know they try to save him, i guess boring
1: and, and how, um, how did he die
2: he died of a fall, basically, like he, he uh, developed seizures after receiving surgery due to a fall. And then just during the surgery, they were monitoring all these seizures with the equipment and he just died there. Like, so yeah, he wasn't supposed to the die.
1: Surgery. Did they? Um, yeah.
2: And he did, had a do not resuscitate. So they didn't try to bring him back.
1: Did they say, like, was it heart failure? Was it a blood clot? Like, I'm wondering if the way you died affects the signals in your brain. Like, obviously, if you take a gun to your head, that's going to affect the signals in your brain.
2: Yeah, I believe it was actually heart failure. Okay, of course, I'm not, I don't see the scientific sentence in front of me, but I believe it was a heart failure thing that actually start, started the whole process of them recording the death. So, again, they got the family approval, so they're like, all right, this guy's dying, let's let's record this shit. So they they measured 900 seconds of brain activity around the time of death and set a specific focus to investigate what happened in the 30 seconds before and 30 seconds after the heart stopped beating. They really wanted to see what the brain was doing right then, like right before and right after. And so just before and after the heart stopped working, we saw changes in the specific band of neural oscillations, so-called gamma oscillations. Uh, And then then they also saw the ones with the delta, theta, alpha, and beta oscillations. So basically they saw all the Greek letters in his brain, but they really want to focus on the gamma oscillations. So what is an oscillation? (laughs) <laughs> uh, uh, neural oscillation Yeah, I know, you're like, what is this? I know, we're learning a lot tonight So, a neural oscillation is are the collective electrical activity of neurons firing in the brain Or more commonly known as brain waves So brain waves, basically, I don't know, but they I guess if you're a scientist, you like to call it oscillations Okay Oh, I noticed the oscillations were so good I Say brain waves, Brad
1: oh, my. You, look uh, at the are? undulation of the oscillation. Oh, Pi
2: Day <laughs> <laughs> The oscillations uh, <laughs> Tournament So Told, oh, my God. Yes. Um, I hate the way you say that. Okay. So so the waves of electroactivity happen at different frequencies, and the various frequency bands have been linked to, to different consciousness states. So basically, like, they can see the brain waves, and they realize, like, if it's doing, like, a, a gamma wave, it's mostly – it's probably doing this. If it's doing an alpha wave, it's doing this. If it's a mixture of this and that, it's probably doing this. This is almost similar to all that neural link stuff where, like, we're starting to kind of understand some of the signals we're getting from the brain and stuff. And so um, they managed to associate different frequencies of the brain with specific functions like information processing, perception, consciousness, and memory. And so basically what they saw was a spike in the gamma band power that was interacting the most with alpha waves, a pattern not dissimilar to memory recall. So they saw this guy basically recalling something as he was dying. Uh-huh. that made. I hope you caught that yeah like, I, like, I caught that but i I've read I, the article like fifty <laughs> times so maybe so ask me a question but basically they saw, like here. they saw his waves okay so they, they,
1: they saw, yeah they uh saw waves he they saw his brain emit waves that are correlated to memories
2: memory recall
1: memory recall so yes huh was it was it a uh, a usually large spike i wonder like because like I wonder how common memory well, recall Well, I think a spike is.
2: in general, right? Like, that's what a spike is.
1: Oh, I guess you're right. Right. Wow.
2: Okay. So uh, they said a relative spike in gamma band power interacting with alpha waves, which is memory recall, supposedly. And so they're speculating that this activity could support the last recall of life that may take place in the near-death state that people have mentioned in the ah. past. So this could be the first scientific, like, yeah, you might actually, if you, basically, if you, th- if you think you're going to die. Because I think, I mean, I think, I don't know, maybe the brain, I guess maybe the brain, like, this one knew this guy did die, but I'm almost interpreting like maybe if you think you're going to die, like it might happen too, because that's where we see these stories come from, right? But we do know like this guy did die and, you know, obviously he's not around to say, oh yeah, I saw that, but we saw just the, the brain waves. And um, the that's last couple things I'll say about this is they've also, they've discovered that, um, yeah, like this potential link and rodents rodents during during their death have had similar neural activity so i think even rats or something or they get their lives are flashing before their eyes too bro and you know they don't care they probably do <laughs> they probably kill those things you know left to right so they probably have live ones freezing them like so they know they're all about like they know of all that stuff so i think this is the first time we've we're kind of you know doing it as humans so i almost interpreted this whole thing is like because here's what they said they said the results of this whole study are consistent with the notion that the brain organizes and executes a biological response to death. And I interpret that as it sends out one last fax. Like, Oh, I'm dying. One last fax. And that fax machine is like your life or whatever. You're just, whatever your last memories have to be is in theory. If all this, this is again, this all points to this stuff. We don't know. There's some metaphysical stuff here.
1: That's yeah. That's interesting. Um, I've just been thinking about the possibilities of, uh, <clears throat> pardon me, uh, like why don't people offer their bodies to science like this more often?
2: I do not know. I, I that, I'm so glad you mentioned all this because that was one of the, my biggest things, too. Like, you'd think there'd be some, I guess, someone's dying, you're all like sad and shit, and you're trying to keep them alive, right? Like, that's yeah. always the case. We always trying to keep them alive, even if someone's like, I'm probably gonna die. That's, and I don't. We don't know what this brain scanning equipment entails because again, we we probably only know whatever we've seen on CSI or something. But maybe it's cumbersome, or you know, maybe you can't move, or maybe you can't walk around a room with all these brain diodes in your head.
1: Yeah, I wonder if it is. Uh, you're resigning yourself, and I don't know, making yourself worse. And the whole idea is to keep a stiff upper lip and get better. I don't know. Who knows.
2: But, well, one day we will.
1: Yeah. true. Fucking <laughs> so true. All right. I think it's about that time, Mr. E.
0: I think so. So as you guys know, what's better than most is our weekly debate game where we randomly choose two subjects. Then our judge puts a spin on it and our other two contestants debate it. So, ho Sean, if you could do me the honors and... In- Pull the topic for this wonderful anniversary episode.
1: Yeah, sure can. As soon as I find that hat.
0: Ah, oh, no. oh, my God.
1: Oh. I'll get you, bitch. <laughs> All right, I got the hat. Here we go. And our suggestion is lightsaber versus Spider-Man Ooh. web shooter. Okay, I can work with that one. You like
0: that one? it? Right.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: I think. <laughs> okay, we'll be back. And we're back from the break. So, as you know, our topics for the night were a lightsaber versus a web shooter. I am going to award Mr. Sean lightsaber. Okay. I'm going to award host Max with the web shooter. Okay. Host Sean will go first. Okay. <laughs> Very simple prompt here. The prompt will be Which would you rather have your dominant arm replaced with? Ooh. Would you rather have it with a lightsaber or a web shooter? Okay. One more time, that is, What would you rather have your dominant arm replaced with? And mind you, the lightsaber is always on. Okay. You can't <laughs> turn it on. And on. Okay.
1: Okay.
0: So, oh, Sean, you're going to go first. You have one minute. Give me one second here to pull up a second stopwatch starting now.
1: Okay. Uh, I personally would much rather have the lightsaber because I am an artist. I would make use of that thing. I would become a sculptor. I would, I would get giant stone, uh, stone blocks, and then just Da Vinci the shit out of these things. And since I would be the only artist out there, developing art with a lightsaber arm, I'm pretty sure I could draw a crowd. Um, Especially if lightsabers aren't that common, because, you know, a a web shooter is... Is not common at all. Um, uh, so uh, beyond that, um, I sleep on my stomach anyways, and I sleep on the right side of the bed, so I wouldn't have to change bed positions. So that's okay. I'd be okay with that. Um, next is uh, a mat- that'd be kind of cool to use. It'd be it'd be fun to use. Like I'd make use of it in like heating up uh, pots of water. Like I ah, just dunk it in there, heat it up real quick. <laughs> I'd save tons of gas. That'd be fun. Uh, Better than a web shooter. Like, that shit's temporary. It's just going to get all sticky and shit. What are you going to do? Like, oh, I need the salt. You're going to web shooter it? it?
0: Okay, good, good. Smax, you have one minute starting now.
2: First of all, a a web shooter is a tool of utility. It's going to replace your hand, right? So you can grab things to and fro like a hand would. A lightsaber is just a tool of destruction. So you're going to be sitting there scratching your nose and then blink wrong and you killed a baby accidentally. Can't kill a baby accidentally with a web shooter. It'd be pretty hard, right? So lightsabers kill babies, number one um two is you can make web shooter art if you wanted you can shoot webs and create artwork and things around you it's like having duct tape on you all the time it's very useful very versatile like oh man the door's ticking web shooter oh man someone's over there you can web away lightsaber is all killing kill 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 that's all you gotta do carving boo no one does that um what's my time what's my time let's see you got 15 Um, seconds Okay, and honestly, like I said, you can move around the city with a with a web shooter. You can weaponize it. It's a thing of defense. You can protect yourselves. It's cool. Lights- it looks cooler than a lightsaber. Lightsabers are dumb.
0: Time's up. Okay, host Sean, 30-second rebuttal starting right now.
1: All right, so uh, webs are temporary. All right, so let's just get that out of the way. The art wouldn't last. Boom. Um, so th- having a lightsaber for my arm would be my new life. I would make it work. I would find jobs to use the lightsaber at, such as safe cracking. Huh? Uh, I could be a rescue officer instead. Se- I would replace the jaws of life. I could just kind of slice through shit. And they could fly me to uh, earthquake places, and I could just kind of cut down rubble and shit. No one else has the technology on my arm. I would be. A, I, I. Oh, it would be a specimen. It'd be fantastic. Um, and I could fight jedis. It time's up. <laughs>
0: Okay. Post max 30 seconds starting now.
2: Webs are temporary, but the destruction you deal will be forever. You are a being of destruction and a menace to society. A constant lightsaber, always on. We can't trust you with anything. You could cut through fucking the, the road, people. Sneeze wrong. You can't go anywhere to the post office. You life has dealt you a bad hand, literally and figuratively, and that sucks. But web shooter is way better. You can do things. You're not a threat to anybody. You can wrap presents in it and then give it to someone it'll dissolve it's great it's very versatile that's what you want in a something that's not your hand
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay let me just finish up a couple of notes here good job guys good job take a breather there
3: GG
2: <laughs> alright
0: that was good Um Max is a Star Wars aficionado so I couldn't give him lightsaber there but very good job with the web shooter Okay, so good points here. Um, starting right out of the gate, Hoshan with strong points being an artist. I like how, uh, even though I made you go first, you had the quick wit to think of that as your first use for it, uh, which was cool because it was also a non-destructive way of using it. I mean, I, I guess if you're sculpting, it is a little destructive, but you know what I'm getting at here. Yeah. yeah. Um, I like how you would lean into that um, and become famous off of that because no one else would have a lightsaber arm, which was cool and not having to change bed position is a nice touch. Um, (laughs) I'm also uh, not a stranger to sleeping on my stomach too, so I can relate to that one. Um, Web shooter also started with a great point. The utility, of course, like that's the main part of it, right? Um, You could still be able to grab things like a hand would. Uh, I think that was a great point. Uh, Lots of accidents with the lightsaber, which is a valid point as well. That's why I made sure it was always on. You would be useful and versatile and you could use it for movement. Um, You said that the lightsaber was all about destructive power, which is a downside, but you could also weaponize your web as well. So Mm -hmm. good stuff there. Um, Back to Hoshan here. Webs are temporary. Uh, You can use it for things other than violence. Like I said, you would lean into that. You would become like a rescue ranger with it and save lives with it, I thought was cool. Um, And then you could also fight Jedis if it
1: came down to that, too, (laughs)
0: because if there's lightsabers, then there's probably Jedi too. That was a
1: Hail Mary. (laughs) <laughs> yeah.
0: so i take it you're a sit then if you're fighting jedi
1: i don't right i didn't even think about it it was like oh yeah probably yeah because I'm, I'm, I'm undisciplined and yeah for sure i'm drinking a beer Back i'm sure they don't do that
0: points um uh you would cut too many thing with the lightsaber uh it would be a constant source of accidents which we all know would happen i think you would get very used to it but the f- first couple days i think would be rough um i like how you said like you would scratch your eye or whatever you said and you accidentally <laughs> kill a baby that was funny <laughs> i can up, like reacting to a scratch on my face and then just like cutting my face off um and then you could your final point you could wrap presents with this <laughs> <laughs> i don't know why but that one got me um so good points here by both sides um in the end of the day fuck lightsabers are so cool but I think it'd be a a little bit of a detriment having it attached to your hand (laughs) 24-7. I'm going to have to give this one to host Max and the web shooter there. Good job. GG,
1: GG. You know what I realized toward the end there is that uh, my position was if I had this attached to my arm, I could deal with it. But really, it's like I should have been building a case for why it's better, not like I've been burdened with a fucking lightsaber for an arm. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh
2: yeah, man! Like I had two thoughts. There it was like it was funny. I purposely avoided the whole the webs disintegrate. So when you when you said first thing ever metal the webs disintegrate, it's like god damn it. Like, You cut to the core of my argument because, like, no one else knows that. But in the Spider-Man world, webs are sitting around for 24 hours. (laughs) And
1: I should have, if you were using (laughs) Tobey Maguire web shooters, I should have mentioned the fact that, like, you're you're essentially jizzing all over the place. Like, this shit's coming out of you. That would have been good too. It's fucking weird, but I'll tell you the truth.
2: This is I feel like this is the most I've ever attacked the other side. I usually try to like (laughs) do my own thing, but this is the I think the most I've ever like fuck lightsabers. Danger, like, so. Maybe it works. Maybe because you do that all the time. You're always attacking me.
1: I do. I try. I try. All right. Gg. All right. Well, we have a, uh, I have a story here about uh, a counter to Jeff Bezos' Blue Origin, otherwise known as the Dick Ship. I know we've all dick been ship wondering for life. what was the what was the answer to the Dick Ship. You know, there's got to be something else out there besides a dick that could fly.
2: Wait. Are you, are you the often rumored vagina
1: ship? <gasps> bum 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 introducing the vulva spaceship
2: shut up oh my god
1: <laughs> designed by german feminist group in conjunction with scientists the ship is shaped like the Volva in female anatomy and for those of so, you who are like oh, so me so no
2: one knows what it's, what it's shaped like <laughs>
1: yeah. and for those of you who are like me and weren't quite sure what uh part of the female anatomy of vulva was it is essentially the whole downstairs area from top of the clitoris to the butthole that whole area so think like a like a football shape
2: what part of the engine is the butthole part of the of the whole thing thrusters said, Not, that's so funny because i have go. a
1: joke cool. here about that it's that, fucking hilarious it good, <laughs> <That's> good. <laughs> So, um, yeah, think football shaped, except uh, the ship is flatter and more saucer-like, not as round as a football. Mm. But still, generally shaped like a vulva.
2: So women have footballs down there, is all I'm hearing?
1: Yeah, pigskin and everything. There you go. <laughs> so this new ship, uh, the Volva spaceship, which they're calling it, uh, has even has labia major and minor.
2: I like it. I'm assuming that's where people can sit and perhaps pleasure themselves? Or I don't, I don't think there's any... parts of the
1: ship. I mean, there could be some hanky-panky going on, but no, this whole thing was designed uh, to illustrate that everybody can go to space and anybody can go to space and this and that. But uh, the scientists are saying that um, through designing the ship, they claim that it's more aerodynamic and more sustainable... Uh, Than phallic shaped rockets. "Quote: This thing can really take a pounding."
2: Oh, get God. out of here! They didn't say that. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's good. I mean, I I plotted on some level because you maybe this is exploring like different shapes of craft because yeah, we always envision different alien spacecraft. They're always like that's how you know it's oh that's a Vulcan ship because it's shaped differently. But for all we know, like, is there like some universal like all? all aliens use, like, a, a rocket-shaped thing? Like, probably not, you know? So, yeah, trying new ideas is always good.
1: Well, and I personally, I love the idea in a genuine, non-sarcastic way, because uh, designing from nature, better known as biomimicry, is a great way to design things, because nature has already done the designing for you. You know what works. You don't have to go through trials and shit. Like, I don't know, uh, women are hard to catch, so maybe... The shape has something to do with it, you know? Maybe. (laughs) They're good at flying. They're good at flying?
2: In in space, yeah.
1: Women are better at flying in space? It's been proven. Has it? Yes. (laughs) Show me the studies. You are (laughs) being sexist right now, okay? And racist a little bit uh, racist too I don't want to get into it but yeah so I just want to know uh, what happens when you get this thing in the same hangar as the dick ship and I'm thinking like Origin of Transformers maybe I don't know but I'm going to write fan fiction about it baby ship
2: what if like we could design a ship that looks like a baby fetus or a baby
1: <laughs> like a fetus and then you have to design uh, it, eventually it turns into um, that thing from Spaceballs Mother Maid or whatever the hell it was <laughs> or the big vacuum
0: yeah. it <laughs> have gone from suck to blow.
1: That's it. That's it. And then it reinstalls trees and shit. That movie's goofy. <laughs>
0: mega
2: so I saw a silly story, story about a Georgia man who was con- convicted of wire fraud, and he was sentenced to three years in federal prison for fraudulently applying for a COVID-19 relief loan.
1: Isn't that fucking... Like, there's a Everyone, lot of those out there, right?
2: Yeah, dude. We should have done this, bro.
1: Yeah, it sounds we, like we it missed, turned out great the, for him. Yeah, yeah. We're they, like, reporting we on messed up, man. So, is this a dumb sure. criminal?
2: A little bit, because uh, here's what he used with part of that money. He used part of the money to buy a very expensive Pokemon card, <laughs> and I'd like you guys to guess how expensive the Pokemon card was.
1: Okay. All right. Well, breaking it down. I'll
2: Tell you more about it. I can tell you even more. I, I'll t- I'll tell you the card too. Give you a little bit of a heads up. Well, no, yeah, don't tell me down. the card. Yeah, I want to oh, really? guess That'll the card the... for sure. Okay, okay. The, yeah, I won't, I won't.
1: I just, I'm thinking, breaking it down, Uh, he got a business loan, a COVID business loan? Yes. Does he own a business?
2: Uh, Well, it says fraudulently, so I don't think Fraudulent. so. Fraudulently, okay, <laughs> so okay. At, so least, I'm guessing... at least as far as this is concerned.
1: I hope he didn't get like one of those one hundred fifty thousand dollar loans. I'm hoping he got like a fifteen thousand dollar loan or something, maybe even like five thousand. You know, so um, he's definitely not buying like a first edition Charizard bullshit because isn't that going for like tens of thousands? Um, I'm gonna say, I don't know. I, 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 I'm gonna I'm gonna guess it's a. Uh, I'm just going to pick a random Pokemon. I'm going to say, uh, what's that called? Chandelure. Name? I'm going to say a Mewtwo. Ooh, I like Chandelure. Uh, I'm going to say Mewtwo, and uh, I'm going to say he bought it for $3,000. All
2: right, Mr. E, do you want to weigh in briefly on
0: possibly what the card could be in any... How much price yeah, we- he definitely got the hundred and fifty thousand, <laughs> and it's definitely uh, a grade mint ten or whatever they call it, Charizard. And he definitely paid like fucking ninety k for it.
1: <laughs> I want to, well, I want to believe in the government. I, I really do. I really do.
2: Mister E is definitely closer of the two of you, <sighs> so I'm going to say declaring the winner here because he did buy a Charizard card, and he bought it for fifty seven thousand dollars. Okay. Oh So oh, it wasn't maybe as insane as the ones you're talking about, but he still bought a Charizard card. But what I thought was funny is the the Charizard card was was forfeited to the government as part of the prosecution. So the <laughs> government now owns a Charizard card.
1: Was the guy allowed to keep one. the guy? So the guy who sold it was allowed to keep the money.
2: I'm assuming. Yeah. Otherwise, he they can't
1: the... keep both, right? Like he sold the right. card. I mean, was,
2: yeah. So he, I was. That's what it sounds like, right? Like he bought, he took the money for the card, so they had to get the guy. I guess I don't know. I don't know. Like you'd think, right? Yeah, but that guy didn't do anything wrong selling the card. So where does that card just, go?
1: Do they do they haul it off to the Indiana Jones warehouse and let it appreciate that's what in I value? I was
2: wondering, like, dude, like this 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 is like kind of a joke story. Tell them, like, dude, there's probably Yu Gi Oh cards, <laughs> part of settlements and Pokemon cards. Like, there's some. Government dude out there who has like the best deck ever, and he just
3: like (laughs) looks
2: over his shoulder and like types in the code and grabs the like out of the like bypasses all the cocaine and heroin and, and like billions of dollars goes to the Yu-Gi-Oh cards and gets like all the good ones. Like no one's going to miss this shit. Well, and that's it when blows everyone's mind.
1: That's when the bond villain, villain billionaire invites all the world nations to compete in like a Pokemon tournament on an Island exactly. or else they'll destroy the world or some shit. And so like they send in Bro, agent J- Johnson and he's got to pull out the best deck and show up.
2: Yeah. Like exactly. Go to like the government facility where we house all the illegal gotten goods from drug dealers. And there'd be like <laughs> stacks of Pokemon cards. Like I'm telling you, it's a, it is a thing. And so, um <laughs> Yeah, no, so that's what he totally did. His name was vanath and like he pled guilty to the wire fraud, and he's gonna have to pay eighty-five thousand dollars in restitution and a ten thousand dollar fine. So that's like more than, you know, the card the card is worth. And three years supervised released. And then um obviously he talk talks about the Charizard, how it's you know, pretty pretty valuable. And um and then, yeah, that's the next story kind of goes into another Pokemon card, but I'll talk about that later.
1: Ooh, more Pokemon. What, what's the what's your next story?
2: About, I'm basically, we're going to do a Guinness Corner to get everyone excited. And in that Yee! Guinness Corner, is a po- there's a Pokemon card mentioned there. So I purposely did these other Pokemon story cards to kind of give you guys a pricing variable in your mind, to give you a chance to guess that one.
1: Okay, I'm excited. Mr. E, are you ready for some Guinness corner? Oh, I'm ready. I'm fucking ready. I
0: hope David Rush is involved. (laughs) Well, we'll have to find out.
1: So the other day I'm driving home and I was thinking about, uh, I was listening to some radio station talk about uh, a Guinness record or whatever. And um, I was trying to think of his name, David Rush's name. And then I was so proud of myself for getting, for forgetting his name and then it fucking came to me, and I was so disappointed. <laughs>
2: it's a household yeah. name, bro. <laughs> It, it is, is here, but we'll have to find out on this edition of Guin- Guinness, Guin- 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 Corner. Guinness Corn- Corner. Wait, let's do it again. And a three, and a two, and a one.
3: Guinness Corner.
2: I don't think anyone did it. <laughs> We should loop these together and do it all at once.
1: <laughs> I'll just steal well, one anyway, someone else.
2: Let me jump into it. I I thought you had one last story, but I must have done something wrong. So I'm on drugs anyway. So I did want to talk about this one tiny story before it gets cornered, but it's mm. still the same thing. We're about a Pokemon card to give you guys an idea. So another first edition Pokemon card was expected to sell for blank amount, but instead it 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 uh, got even higher amount, which was blank so yeah i'm going to make you guys guess this time too but let me tell you more about it again so a card was expected to get a pretty high amount of money and it got even higher amount of money
3: Hmm. and the card
2: in question we already talked about it was a charizard so heritage auction said the pokemon trading card game charizard number four first edition base set trading card is a highly sought after collector's item and uh, because it's from the first english language run of pokemon cards and the card that was sold i'm going to talk about i want you guys again to guess the price Is one of only 121 known examples to have received a perfect 10 rating. So a perfect 10 rating of a Charizard number four first edition base set trading (laughs) card. Which we kind of just talked about before how 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 they can get. So basically, I will make you guys best guess both. Guess how much you think it fetched at auction. They expected a certain number, but they expect it went a lot higher. So that's all the information I'm giving you guys. How much did a Charizard number four first edition base set perfect 10 rating go for? It?
0: All right, Mr. E, you go first. I'm sticking with 90K, baby.
1: 90. I I gotta go higher. I gotta go, uh let's go 150. You both have underbid. <laughs> So, this guy bought a shitty Charizard, huh? The The, other dude?
2: The amount. Oh, the other dude, he did. Like, we don't know, like, the numbering, but you can already tell. Like, he bought a $57,000 one. That must be garbage. Because this one, what a chump, exactly. This is a perfect 10 rating one. This one sold for $336,000, basically. Oh, my God. $336,000. Wow. Wow. For
1: one. First edition. Which Charizard, Saudi Prince four. or Influencer bought that?
2: Who knows? That's the value, bro.
1: Uh-huh.
2: <laughs> that is the value. So now, knowing all of this information has led us to the first contestant in Guinness Corner. So Ooh. in Guinness Corner now, a rare Pokemon card from 1998, a 1998 set, it set a new price record when it was auctioned for blank amount. Now, I'll tell you more about it, like I did the other ones. So, Goldeen, an auction site specializing in collectibles, said the 1998 Pikachu Illustrator Holo promo card sold for blank after 34 bids. The card, which is graded 7 out of 10 quality by Professional Sports and Authenticator, PSA. um, And they said um, that the PSA has only seen 23 other Pikachu Illustrator cards in, in its grading history. And only one other one was given a 7. And remember, I'm saying this on Guinness <sighs> Corner. So it must have broken a Guinness record.
1: Wow. Okay. So,
2: knowing <laughs> all the information, guys, <laughs> we are all Pokemon experts now. <laughs> I would like a very detailed reason why you're going to say the price of this blank card. Okay. And I said Pikachu Illustrator already. I should have made you guess so- the card, too. Pik- Pikachu, Pikachu Illustrator Hollow promo card. Yeah, so, so how much do th- you think it sold for?
1: This card? After 34 bids. It sounds impressive being Pikachu illustrator promo holo. That all sounds impressive, but it's not Charizard. It's not that Charizard. That Charizard was the shit back in the day and there's some clout behind it. Whereas this one is more of a collector's item. So, uh, did it sell as much? As the Charizard. Uh, all right, all right. Uh I'll start the bidding at four hundred thousand. Wow. All right. Mr. E. Uh Jesus.
0: Right. <laughs> I don't even know like the numbers, the range here is so astronomical now I don't even know where to guess. Uh Guinness <laughs> World Record. It's only a seven out of ten though um yeah i love that the information or
1: something how did it set a record
0: yeah i don't know if it's like highest pokemon card ever sold or highest pikachu ever sold or for that card specifically i don't know um i'm gonna say 350 350k
2: you have both underbid
0: <laughs> oh my god <laughs>
1: i hate people should i even tell you or
2: i just want to give you one more chance Can it one quick one more chance guys because you guys are like yeah just do one more chance right,
0: one quick. million bob <laughs> okay there you go uh five hundred and fifty six thousand dollars nine hundred thousand
2: dollars so you went over but he's basically oh the closest God. so sean is nine
0: hundred thousand
2: dollars for the 1998 Pikachu <laughs> Illustrator holo promo card. 7 out of 10, bro. I, I, that same thing, Mr. E. I was like, like 7 out of 10? Because the, the 10 out of 10 Charizard went for that much. But this broke record for the most expensive, basically, like, the most anyone's ever spent on a, on a Pokemon card. One piece of cardboard.
1: 900,000. Crazy. Huh?
2: Crazy, with a capital C. All right, on to the next one on wow. Guinness Corner. Now... This Guinness Corner, I think, is a, f- a fun one because we have some experience with this Guinness Corner. So again, you guys might be able to guess this one out the gate. We'll see. So, this guy is a serial Guinness World Record breaker, who is not David Rush. There's no <laughs> David Rush here. Fuck him. Even though I like him, trust me, I've, I've avoided David Rush. Even though, hey, I'm a fan. I want him on the show. Oh, dude, whatever. Yeah, I like, was not talking great. about him enough. I, <laughs> I try to avoid the David Rush ones.
1: Good, good.
2: But this guy, his um, his name's Brendan Kelby. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Actually, I said it wrong. That's someone else. Um, this guy's name is. You know, I don't know this guy's name. I should know this guy's <laughs> name, but I don't. Uh, I, you know, it's, it's, everyone's is listed except his. But okay, basically, can you? He got the record honesty? for. And maybe no, I know his I, I know his name. If I went to like, I even saw his Twitter, dude. I was on his Twitter thing, so like, I don't know. It's, it's some guy, he, dude. You know, what's funny. These I'm gonna talk about this already, but like these serial record holders. I don't know. There's something else, man. He's he's another person has like, I, I break records, bro. I'm so cool. So anyway, he captured a new world record for arranging. He stacked how blank M and M's in a stack. Oof, peanut or regular? Do you remember this? Regular ones. Now, if you, I don't know if you recall that we actually talked about this exact thing where someone broke the record already. So this person broke it again. So that might give you some information. So the record was broken in 2001 when Will Kubi he stacked this another amount, a lower amount, and then now this guy. Oh yeah, so this guy. Oh, it is Kelby. I'm sorry. So just Brendan Kelby is the guy. I'm sorry. Kelby he recaptured the the title of of stacking MMs by stacking blank amount, and that stack stood for at least 10 seconds.
3: How many M and M's
2: did he stack? And you should have some background information if you're listening to the show.
0: Um, the answer is seven.
1: Oof, it's a good number. All right, I'm gonna go. uh, Let's go nine.
2: You guys overdid it. It was six because the it was six. Of course, because last time we reported that it was five, and that was a major feat. So the fact that this guy did six, but I love the seven answer because that's just around the corner, bro. It's proven. I remember
0: it was somewhere it, around there, yeah.
2: No, yeah, exactly, exactly. So, no, it was six now. So this is – this is a, I love – this is like my favorite Guinness World Record, honestly, because it's so <laughs> doable. We could sit there right now if with a pack of M&Ms and just dick around and do this. Like I love it. And I I, I challenge us to do seven. So this guy, Kelby, he's done, you know, just like Rush, he's done a bunch of stuff too. Like, uh, the, he's done the most drumstick flips in one minute, which was 98. The longest duration spinning a basketball on a pair of spectacles, 29.67 seconds. Tallest tower of dice stacked on the back of the hand in 30 seconds while blindfolded, 13. Most <laughs> dice stacked in a tower in 30 seconds while blindfolded, 20. And the longest duration spinning a basketball on the nose, which was nine seconds. These fucking stats, bro. I'll tell you, these, these make games, up, you make uh, up
1: your own record. It's stupid at this point. It's a fucking joke.
2: It's kinda is crazy, but I I want in on it. Me too. I want Me it too. So bad. We're talking I about kinda it. Do. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's great. So press. last one,
2: last one. Forget his corner. This one I thought was near and dear to our hearts because it's kind of funny. It's about people playing a board game.
1: Okay. So. Okay.
2: A quartet, which means four, of ah, uh, British men broke <laughs> <we laughs> a Guinness w- World Record by playing a board game for more than blank hours. Okay. What so how many game? hours? I will tell you. I'm going to give you more information now. So again, so their names are Lee Pool, Dale Pool, Adam Bercher, and Luke DeWittveen, members <laughs> of the, Her- yeah, yeah, Hurt uh, Her- Shafire board gamer game played, I'm going to hide how many rounds too, just so they played a blank amount of rounds, of a game Dune based off the same Frank Herbert novel of the 2021 film and the other Uh, film for a total of blank hours. And the previous record was (laughs) blank set by four men in 2017. And I will give you this information. I'm going to give you this information and Guinness world records told this team to beat the record. They had to beat it by at least five hours. I'll tell you that. I think that's some of your
1: info. That is so so funny because Dune in itself, the books is are fucking massive. The movies exactly. are long. So, exactly. this game, you probably have to play like 13 hours to beat the game. Probably, for what? So like, probably.
2: <laughs> exactly. There's no description of the game and anything like that. So, like, but I, everything you're saying, Sean, I totally agree. Like, because Dune itself takes forever. Yeah,
1: everybody in this conversation knows how long a board game can take. We We've played quite a few different board games and we understand, but I can't imagine Dune. Fuck! It sounds boring. <laughs> so
2: again, just to be concise, really quick, is these guys broke the record for playing the board game Dune for how many hours? And remember, they had to beat the record by five hours to be considered by Guinness. So if they had like beat the record by two hours, they were like, "Oh no, that's not enough." So based on that information, how many hours did these men play the board game Dune to get the world record?
1: I think if you. Guys, see- Date up for longer than. okay. Oh, I'll, I'll tell you this.
2: Here's yeah. some more information. Okay. Let me, okay, really quick. The gamers were allowed five minute breaks for each hour played, and they are they were allowed for the break times to accumulate, so they could get sleep if they wanted.
1: Ah, uh, that. Yep. Yep, <laughs> yep. Yep.
2: So I'm just throwing that out there too. That might affect what you say.
1: Absolutely, because so, I was going to say you know those people there. that watch TV for such and such hours to gain the record. Like it's never about, you know, how long can you sit there and stay awake? It's how long can you sit there, stay awake and not go crazy? Because after so many days awake, you start to you know, like get psychosis and, uh, you know, essentially go crazy. Um, Ooh. so if these guys can get sleep, it's just an endurance test. And I'm guessing they played for f- hours, 55 hours,
3: All right.
0: Wow. um let's see that's a lot but I don't doubt it <laughs> that's a lot <laughs> I don't doubt it's up there though but my I don't know my gut was like 19 hours
2: you have both underbid
3: <laughs> oh my god <laughs>
2: these men played Frank Herbert's Dune the board game for a total of 85 hours
1: and still didn't finish oh, boy. it.
2: And they've only played like in the middle of one game exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um so and so like I said they were allowed 5 minute breaks each time for an hour played and this allowed them to get a little bit of sleep and they said they had 21 21 minutes of break time unused when they finished their record attempt. So even though that sounds like oh they get like 5 minutes per hour that's still like oh great i have 20 minutes of sleep thank god like like after what 85 hours like that's not
1: a lot that sounds miserable frankly like uh, if we if we were to try to do that i wouldn't want to see you guys for like a month you know what i mean it
2: sounds awful halfway through there would be like that is like the, the it's not even about the game then yeah it's almost like just being like I would, I would almost take the turns the slowest which I normally do but I'd be like uh <laughs> I go uh, like I definitely would and supposedly all this effort was ra- raised money for Alzheimer's in UK and mental health hmm. um I don't understand this I've said this in the past too I don't get how like they always say these crazy things like and then we played dune for 85 hours and we made a hundred thousand dollars for Alzheimer's like what like how? how 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 did that happen like how do you people sponsored the, uh, the that's
1: crazy. Yeah. Well. Um. Yeah. People. They probably signed up sponsors and whatnot. And again, I. It, they probably chose Dune because it's the only game that would last that long, besides like a Dungeons and Dragons or some shit. Like or what was that? <laughs> I one like we your answer. Dark Souls, the board game.
2: Oh my god, we played Dark Souls the board game, and a supposedly a, a modest session, we played for hours and we barely. I don't. Th- I don't think we even like. Attacked a guy, or we attacked him once, and all died. Yeah. It was insane. Like we, we basically barely did anything. Didn't even level up. I, I'm telling you, it was almost like after three hours, like you have successfully entered that room. Congrats, guys! <laughs> Let's all shake hands. Take a five minute break. <sighs> we made it. We're in the room.
1: We're in the room. <laughs> that's our that's our D and D experience too. Remember that one time?
2: Yeah, basically we had- the whole time too. After a couple hours.
1: We had someone specifically craft uh, a, a, we had a dungeon master craft a session for us. And then uh, when she came in and started doing it, she realized like, these guys are slow as fuck. And she cut like 50% out of it and just tried to get us to the end. And by the end, she was just like, and you're there and this is what's happening. <laughs> like, she, she just wanted to like really get us through it. Yeah, we're bad. <laughs> All right. Any more Guinness?
2: That is the end of the Guinness corner. That was the, the magical three.
0: Nice. Well, we do have a game lined up for you guys tonight. Whoop, whoop! Whoop! So, do you guys remember the game? It's probably the last game we played. I don't know. last one might have been at Jeopardy or something. The game called Do You Press the Button? Oh,
1: yes. yeah, Yes, I enjoyed this one.
0: Okay, so we're going to play this one again, so I'll explain how the game works. <laughs> so... If you go to a website called Will You Press the Button so that our listeners can go and have fun with their friends, it's going to give you two things. It's going to give you a downside and a plus side, okay? So, for, for example, something will say like uh, the downside is is your legs turn into chicken legs, but the upside is you get the strongest arms in the world, right? So then you have to decide whether or not you would push that button, okay? I'm only going to read you the downside, <laughs> and you guys have to guess you're pushing that button only on the downside alone, not knowing what positive thing you're going to receive. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> Once do that, I'll determine if you made the correct decision or the wrong decision. And I'll explain the logic too as best as I can. And we'll just take turns. We'll flip a coin to see who goes first. And basically the first person that gets three correct answers from me will be the winner.
1: All right. Sounds like a plan.
0: Everyone understand the rules? Yes. Yes, sir. Awesome. Okay. So I'm going to go to like a flip a coin website here. Uh, Who won the game earlier? Max? Max, you can call it in the air. I'm going to flip it in three, two, one, call.
2: Tails never fails.
0: It is Tails. Would you like to go first or second? Probably first, first I would think. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Host Max is going first. So our first question is, remember, you're only getting the downside read to you. There's going to be a positive side no matter what, but you don't get to know that yet. All right. Okay. So this is the downside if you push the button. Gilbert Godfrey narrates your thoughts and actions for the rest of your life out loud. Ooh,
2: I don't care. I love Gilbert Godfrey. I don't care if the positive is I lose my dick or something. Like I love Gilbert Godfrey. Oh I'm God. pushing the shit out of that. That is not a negative. I love him. Please push as hard as you can. Hard- push it twice.
0: Okay. So you put the button and it says you get anything you want for free. Okay. that's That might sound like a W Bro. to you, but I Like Gilbert Godfrey, and I don't want him fucking narrating everything. Oh
3: my god.
0: This is my (laughs) (laughs) ass
2: (laughs) pussy. I
0: love him. Oh my god. Every thought and action? No, that's an L, dude. Sorry. Right? Bro. Should I get my car washed today? I I don't know. Like, dude, I used to listen to Howard Stern.
2: He's the Affleck duck. Like, he's Iago from a lot. Dude, yes.
0: Anyway. Until he got canceled. Anyways. He got got canceled?
2: he did.
1: I didn't Dude,
2: he, know he can't. He can't, he can't He's get
0: canceled like it anymore because he said some racist shit. I think. Anyways, we probably that's his
2: shtick. Uh, by the way, but anyway,
0: yeah. Yeah, probably for another day. Okay. Oh, Sean, your turn. Okay. See what we got here. Okay. If you push the button, you will not be able to have kids.
1: Well, I don't really plan on having them anyway, so let's push that button.
0: See, it all depends on the person, right? You push the button, you get unlimited money. That, right. in my opinion, Dub, uh,
1: unlimited money. Yes, I think,
0: I think people would settle for having unlimited money and not kids if if they had the choice. More people than you would think. So that's a W in my book.
1: Yeah, I like Max's better. The idea of like you get things free, it's essentially the same thing, but like he doesn't have to deal with money. He just gets it gets shit for free.
0: Right, right. Okay, so that is one
1: dub for host Sean. Host Max. Is he is he there? Did he go pee in the middle of the episode without telling us that son of a bitch? When he just like walks off. Middle of a goddamn episode. Middle of a game. Hey, how you doing, bud? Damn it. I was trying to see if I could get away with it. <laughs> Mission failed. Your
2: answer took that fast? Yeah. My answer was like five minutes.
1: It was you concise. You said yes or no or whatever. And I earned a
2: point. I just had to piss so bad, guys. I was so b- I broke the seal and I didn't want to like, stop the game. And my answer <laughs> took five minutes. So I figured Sean would take five minutes.
0: All right. So that's one dub for Sean. Host Max is trailing. It is now your turn, Host Max. Let's pull a question for you. Okay, so you push the button, and a quarter of the world population dies.
2: I'm already pushed. I mean, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um,
1: Can I push it twice? <sighs> let's
2: think of it. So Thanos, this. a quarter of the Earth's population dies. That is bad. That is bad that on some moral level, I, I can't imagine what
1: the positive would be of such an action. And frankly, there's good odds that you know it'd be somebody you know, too.
2: I wasn't even thinking that. No, no, I think it was. I, I'd, I want to push it, and it's the other side. Can I do that? Is that possible? The other side of the earth? No, yes. one I know. <laughs> I'm not gonna push it. I'm not gonna push it.
0: Oh, okay. Um, so if you pushed it, we would have had world peace. <laughs> <laughs> So that's an L, I think.
2: An L, get the fuck that's out a, of here, I mean. L. You didn't kill fourth of the whole Earth,
0: loser. That's the game. You don't see do the positive part.
1: I think, yeah, that's a real moral You're conundrum.
0: Not to murder two billion people, okay, or whatever. <laughs> oh, it's my sorry, fault, too, man. By
2: the way, it's my fault. Yeah, you get the benefit of the world peace, by the way. But I get the I get the you kill two billion, by the way. So, <laughs> so yeah it sounds like a it sounds like
0: an l to you but for me or uh it's a game baby all right all right all right so hoshan your turn here we go okie okay, dokie um okay you push a button and you can never talk to humans ever again
1: hmm Never talk to humans ever again. That's pretty specific. So I'm wondering if I get to talk to animals if I push that button. I'm going to push the button.
0: Hell yeah. I'd push it too.
1: <laughs> push the button.
0: You get to talk to all animals. Hey!
1: Right? Oh. That's that's fun. That's fun. And humans are animals, so. I can still that's write. Cool. I can still sign. That's a
0: good point. Yeah, you would still be able to communicate. yeah
1: Yeah, okay this is uh, yeah at first i
0: was (laughs) first i was gonna put l because i feel like having no inner human communication kind of drive you crazy but um Mm. yeah definitely doesn't say you can't communicate it just says you can never talk so all right that's another dub noise what what hopefully host max can get on the board here let's see
2: Never gonna I love Gilbert Gottfried, but no one
0: else does. <laughs> it's like eating your favorite food. You're going to get sick of it eventually, I right? I love Starbucks! <laughs> all right, all right. Let's see. Okay. Osmax, oh, you push the button. Okay, I actually have to choose another one because the downside gives away what's in the positive in this one, so that's no oh, fun. Yeah. Okay, cool. uh, I guess we will have to screen them really quick. Uh, we said that one. Um, <laughs> okay. all right, I like that.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's a good this sign that he's still laughing. This one I feel like is four max. Okay, you push the button. You have to listen to Nickelback for 12 hours a day for the rest of your life.
2: Uh, that that is... <laughs> I don't mind... Uh, like, Okay, they have that one okay song, right? Isn't there one okay song that's still 12 hours a day is a bit
1: Yeah, how much. big is their catalog? Would it fill the whole 12 Ooh. hours?
2: Ooh, I... I, I. Just based off like cause we know Mr. E enough and like he I I feel like I feel like the positive is really positive. And I personally like you know I mean I can watch T like I like anything could be my G.I. Joe. I can like put it in the background. There's no levels here. I, I can put it on level one and be like, look at my photograph. Or like whatever the fuck <laughs> it, their song is. Like
0: <laughs> So do you push the button? I'm pushing it. Okay, well you can resurrect Harambe now. <laughs> oh, <laughs> resurrect yeah, baby. Arambe. Bro,
3: <laughs>
2: you were, that would like that would like clean up the timeline, bro. Everyone <laughs> says that the timeline ended when he died. Like right there. Like that is where we went to this we
0: are in this is a dub.
2: Dude, if <laughs> I brought him back,
0: bro. <laughs> thank you. That's you. Um, right. However it is Hoshan's turn now, four game point, so Let's see here. Let me pull up a few here and just screen them really quick. Um, okay.
1: I love bringing Harambe back. That's so stupid. I really do too. I would have the. I would have killed half the world for Harambe.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Fuck the world peace. But like, Harambe comes back. Boom.
1: And first of all, who's all these people you're talking to that say Harambe ended the timeline? <laughs> the fuck is that? We glossed you know, over that. When I
2: say like, when I say, like, whenever I say the word of the street, is really me reading Reddit comments and, like, uh-huh. and remembering them. Uh-huh. So, like, four dudes, basically, I read it.
1: You and the rest of your flat earthers? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Mystery.
0: Uh, no worries. I'm just kind of pre-screening here, so, okay, let's see. I think we're ready. Let's do this one. Okay. Oh, Sean, you push the button. You can never lie again, even if it hurts someone to say the truth.
1: Oh, I'm going to lose a lot of people. That's going to get messy. That's going to get
2: real. He's very close to doing that. uh, Maybe I don't actually, maybe I don't know about all. He's probably holding him out. (laughs) Shut the fuck up, Host Max. I hate you. Never stop talking.
1: Be That's gonna get honest. messy, but ultimately I think you would be able to suss out who your friends are and who really cares about you. Cause it just it'd just be candor. You would just you just be candid with everybody. Yeah. Maybe uh, you
2: cannot speak. I shouldn't help you, but maybe you can even not talk. Oh, and just not
1: talk and just go go silent. Um maybe. I think it would be messy in the beginning, but ultimately it would probably be a good thing. So let's uh let's push that button.
0: You push the button and you will be able to be successful in anything
1: you dream of. Including not talking. <laughs> oh, yeah. gave points, baby. <laughs> Rigged. Do
2: I, I love Gilbert Gottfried? That is not a loss.
1: <laughs> I wonder how literal that question is, because I don't necessarily dream a lot. So do I have to dream? Ooh. Oh, There's... GG. Yeah. Oh, good game. Thank you very oh, much, Mystery.
0: I
2: have a yeah, that, no problem. <laughs> that was fun. I love that. Was a great spin on it because it, because normally you, you debate the positive, but this is just all negative. And if you can handle it, and I was surprised how many negatives. I just was. I was fine. You, you could have just told me no positives. No. <laughs> <laughs> you speak to no
1: one again. Boom. Done. Kill everyone. All right. I guess.
2: I mean, like, <laughs> what do <are> we do? <laughs>
1: Alright guys, well as a send-off for our anniversary episode, we have um, a special little clip here of bloopers and flubs from all three of us uh, that Broomhilda has generously edited together. Um, Max, are you ready with the clip?
2: I am ready with the clip.
1: Alright, so uh audience, don't freak out too much. You're gonna hear us laughing over the clip. You may miss certain things. We're gonna play it at the very end of the episode. Uh so you know, catch it there if you want to hear it uninterrupted.
2: I'm playing it now. Okay. Add
0: one. Add
3: two. Add test.
0: Testing. Hello. Bet stop.
1: <laughs> Canasa illusion. Chemosynthesis.
2: Called a suborbital. Uh, oh, God. God. I even
1: practice this one. Induced pluripotent. Dutch actress Shtin Fransen. <laughs> Nindergahette. Oh, <okay. laughs> Which okay. is the nun's wow. back of Ho- Notre Dame. <laughs> Juan Carlos Itzapusa <laughs> Belmonte. In the Sinar district of the
2: DR Bakir. Ramacillus multicadata* oh Ortho hombic. Ortho hombic. Is that one of mine?
1: Oh, yes. This is. Oh, it's that hilarious. time for me to pull up the document we usually have. Pulling up a topic
2: right now. That's what he's doing. <laughs> Fuck me. Where Pulling is it? Pulling that topic up now. What you you doing? Pulling up the topic where'd he go he's what he's doing
0: he can't oh, find out he's looking yeah, he's looking okay. for the topic right now <laughs>
2: <laughs> finger gunning her, her <laughs> hunt oh <my> God. <laughs> just like and, it, and the teeth were just like
1: this one snapped at me it was like, so uh, their their face looks like a vagina does their vagina look that's like a that's face what, this is
2: the this is the vagina like the teeth like they went, and they
1: said this one snapped at me like i had to fight that one up takashi Miwagami. I know him. You're like Oh, I think it's called pegging. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> All right, on to that cheery note. I got a dumb criminal here. Story. I okay, mixed that up. <laughs> Good one, B.
2: I think it is about that time, though, uh for our what's the well? God, then, Jesus
1: Christ. Okay. No,
3: why, we can cut this out. Why?
2: <laughs> why, this? why you look so
3: disgusted.
2: You look so. You look so disgusted, mystery. I've never seen you look like that.
0: What's better than most is our weekly debate game where we randomly choose choo <laughs> okay. right. That was embarrassing. History
2: fucked up. Around
0: <laughs>
1: 20. 20. Uh...
2: finally get laid. Hell yeah. Three I'll
1: drink to that. So the new study will involve 232 Gleiboblastoma. Jesus Christ. Why did I... I put an O in this one. Oh, Glebo
2: Bad pass, Sean. Right now, put <laughs> this one.
1: Stick to your guns, Ho oh, Sean. Just keep going.
2: <laughs> He's like, we think the sperm never expected the day that they would come. Uh, that when they would, well, uh, oh, oh my God, sorry. Let's. Why is it all bolded?
1: <laughs> and it's also prone to wild fluctu- fluctuation.
0: God damn it!
1: Fluctuation. <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right, five, four, three. <laughs>
2: Alright, we're back to the what's better the that, 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 that.
0: Okay, five. Oh, thank you. Four.
2: Three. Alright, we're back to what's better than the most. I'm your host. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, five yeah, I would have been
2: five but he looked at me, stupid. Goes <laughs> to goes. Alright, will eat some toast, eh?
3: Much appreciated. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay then. Goodbye.
0: And that's it. Stupid.
1: <laughs> Thank you, Brunhilda. <laughs> that
2: yeah. was hilarious. Oh, my God.
1: Yeah, she edited that down from like a 15-minute clip of just nonsense and just picked out uh, some of our best na- name pronunciations and bloopers. And
2: Yeah, man, that's kind of hilarious how much we cut off of like like, we have the same almost like inflection in our voice when like, here's, I don't know how to pronounce his name. So hello. This is from her like, It's doobity. <laughs> like we, we almost like lower the octave just because we have no idea what we're about to say. You got it.
1: Right. I got to tiptoe through this word. I can't run through it. <laughs>
2: exactly. That was awesome. Oh, my God. Perfect.
1: All right. Yeah. And we will have uh, more bloopers next year, especially from this episode. We I, I, There's quite a bit of editing to do in this episode. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I blame me.
1: All right, well guys, happy anniversary.
2: You as well, guys. Yes, thank you. Thank you.
0: Have a ride.
2: Indeed, indeed. All oh, right. Wait, wait, so like I get a gift? Like I don't understand. Like we were talking about gifts before. Like I get one? You didn't already get it?
1: I gave Mr. E his, yeah, he like, loved it. And,
0: yeah. I I want, I I want a gift. gift. You're misunderstanding us. We're just going to send you a gift later like the animated pictures you send through like Facebook Messenger. Uh,
2: well I want them then. I I want what I'm owed. <laughs> You'll get it. (laughs) (laughs) All
1: right. (laughs) All right. We'll see you next week, folks. Thanks for joining us.
0: Thank you. Hey, thanks for joining us on better than most things. Keep in mind that we are enthusiasts, not experts. If you want to know more about the topics we discussed, we encourage you to research them yourself and let us know if we missed anything. Submit your questions or interesting topics to our discord for all the latest updates subscribe to our Twitter and Instagram, both at BTMT underscore podcast, and please rate and subscribe on your podcast app.
2: Okay, and one.
0: Test. Testing. Hello. Stop. Cannasaw
1: Illusion. It's chemosynthesis.
2: Called a suborbital, uh, orbitable,
1: oh god, god I even practice this one. Induced pluripotent, Dutch actress Stijn Franton Ninderger Which is okay. the nun's back of Ho- Notre Dame. Juan Carlos It's a Pusa Belmonte. In the
2: Sinar district of the DR Bakir. Ramacillus
1: multicadata.
2: Ortho-Hombic. Ortho-Hombic. Is that one of
1: mine? Uh Oh, yes. Oh, it's that time for me to pull up the document we usually have... Pulling up a topic right now. That's what he's doing. Fuck me. Where Pulling is he? Pulling that
2: topic up now. What you doing? Pulling up that topic. Where'd it go? That's what he's doing. You he oh, can't find it. Outro. He's looking. Yeah, he's looking okay. for the topic right now. Finger gunning her hunt <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> just like, and, it, and the teeth are just like, ah! Like this one snapped at me. It was like so. Uh, their
1: their face looks like a vagina. Does their vagina look that's like one, a face? That's what, this is
2: the this is the vagina. Like the teeth, like they went. Bah! And I said, this one snapped at me. Like I had to fight that one up. Takashi Miwagami.
1: Oh, hey, I know him. You're like, oh, I think it's
2: called pegging. Yes.
1: Yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> All right, on to that cheery note. I got a dumb criminal here story. Fuck, I mixed that up.
2: <laughs> Good one, B. I think it is about that time though, uh, for our what's the well. God, Jesus Christ! Okay. No,
3: why, we can cut this out. Why?
1: <laughs>
2: why this? You look so disgusted. Mr. You look so. You look so disgusted, Mr. E. I've never seen you
0: look like that. What's better than most is our weekly debate game, where we randomly choose two. two. <laughs> okay. All right, all right. That was embarrassing. Mr. E,
2: fucked up.
1: Around twenty. And I'll
2: finally get laid. Hell yeah! 20-45. forty-five. <laughs> I'll drink to that.
1: So the new study will involve 232 toma Jesus Christ. Why did I... I put an O in this one. Oh, Gleibo. He's
2: bad pass, Sean
0: right
2: now. <laughs> put an O in this one. <laughs>
1: Stick to your guns, Ho, Sean. Just keep going.
2: <laughs> He's like, we think the sperm never expected the day that they would come... Uh, that when they would... well, uh, th- oh, oh, my God. Sorry. Let's
1: Now, why is it balded? And it's also prone to wild fluctuation. God damn it. Fluctuation. (laughs) All right. Five, four,
0: three.
2: All right. We're back to the what's better than that. Okay. Five, Uh
0: four, three.
2: All right. We're back to what's better than the most. I'm your host. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. All right, fine. I would have been fine, but he looked at me stupid. Coast to coast. (laughs) All right, bring it back. We'll
3: eat some toast. eh? Much appreciated. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay, then. Goodbye.